This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live Podcast. Real talk about talent acquisition, recruiting, sourcing, and hiring. With the godfather of sourcing. And now, welcome to Shally's Alley. With your host, the legend of legends, the big Bahumi, the salt in your shaker, Shally Steckerl. It's cold in here. Let's get cold calling. Everybody's favorite. The heaviest piece of plastic on your desk. The phone. If you haven't been in recruiting for more than, let's say, 10 years, you probably don't remember the bad old days when we had to make 150 calls a day. But you might have heard it from those you know, veterans. And, and you probably think it's like that story your dad used to tell you what, where they used to have to walk uphill both ways to go to school and in the snow and only wearing a light sweater or whatever. It's actually not like that. Um, when, when, when some old school recruiter tells you they used to make 150 calls a day, they really did make 150 calls a day. Now, they might have been calling their mom 150 times a day, but they were dialing 150 phone numbers because they tracked that stuff. So let's talk about how we break the ice on cold calling. Here's some tips to make your cold calling much easier and stress-free. Okay, I'm lying. It's not going to be stress-free. There's a little bit of stress, but less stressful and a lot more fun and also, more importantly, a lot more successful. How about that? First tip. If when you call, they don't answer, leave a simple voicemail. One of the worst things I see recruiters do when making cold calls is leaving these horrible voicemails. Long, nervous, um, yeah, uh, this is, uh, this is Shally. I'm, um, I'm calling about, man, that person's going to hit the leap before they even, well, let's just say they're just going to swipe left on you. I'll put it that way. So something like this. Hey, this is Shally. I'm trying to get in touch with you. Sent you an email with my contact information. Please call me back at this number. That's it. Simple. Similar thing to what you would send in a text message. So keep it simple. You want them to call you back. You don't want to tell them a story or put them to sleep or romance them or make them fall in love with you. You just want them to call you back. Here's another tip. Not everybody's going to be interested. Yeah, I know you probably already knew that one. But if you're making cold calls, you're going to want to look at something around the vicinity of about 25% of the calls that you make are going to end up being qualified and interested if you're doing some pretty good sourcing. That's a rough number. If you've got really good persuasive communication skills and you've maybe even taken my course on persuasive communication, then you should easily be able to do 33%. And it gets better as you get more adept at um, switching your communication styles. But to start out with, baseline, you should be able to get 25%. That's like just accidentally even without any training, you should be able to get 25% of the people that you talk to interested in having a further conversation. If that's not happening, then you need to look at, you know, improving your cold calling. Here's another tip. No, sometimes doesn't mean no. Let me explain before you get all upset. Initial no's on calls, when you call someone and they pick up the phone, keep in mind that you are interrupting them. Whatever it is that they're doing, they are no longer doing because you called. 
they weren't sitting around waiting for you to call them. You don't have an appointment. This is not a scheduled meeting. So whatever they were doing, it doesn't matter what it was, you have just interrupted that. Keep that in mind. It's okay, but you just need to be aware of that. So sometimes no actually means I'm busy right now. No can mean not now. No can mean my boss is here. No can mean I'm in the middle of a meeting. There's a lot of ways where no can just simply mean this is not a good time or this is not appropriate or I can't talk right now. So don't just take no for no. The way you get around that. And by the way, the no of I'm, um, you know, being watched, this I get this a lot, especially when you're calling into places where people work on their feet, like pharmacists and opticians and nurses and things like that. They're they're a lot more likely to just say no right out front because they don't want to be standing in a hallway talking to some stranger. So here's what I do in all these cases when I hear the no. And by the way, here's another thing. They might be in a bad mood. You might have caught them on a bad day. And that's another reason they're saying no. So I'm not saying ignore the no. I'm saying turn it around. So I'm calling them. They pick up the phone. Hey, this is Shally from no, not interested. Okay, I understand you're probably busy or in the middle of something, but this is important. Would you prefer I call you back tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening? Or if you prefer, I can contact you at a different number. And then you wait. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable silence. But you wait. Let them answer. If you don't, if you speak after you ask the question, then you just offended them because you asked them a question and then you interrupted them before they could answer you. Why, answer, why ask the question? So if you're going to ask the question, wait for an answer. Again, hey, you know what? I understand. I must have caught you in the middle of something. I get it. But this is important. Would you prefer I call you back tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening? You know what they're going to say? They're going to say tomorrow morning or they're going to say tomorrow evening or they're going to say Friday or whatever, but they're going to give you a time or a date or something, more than likely. Now, sometimes they're going to say, no, I'm really not interested or whatever. But here's another thing. When you hear no, and it's this, I'm not in the mood, my boss is with me, whatever, and you come back with, I understand, but this is important. Should I call you back tomorrow or evening or tomorrow morning? And they come back with another no. What that no sounds like is like this. Uh, what's this about? That's not a no. That's a yes. Did you know that? That's not a no. What's this about is a conversation. They've just asked you a question and they've opened the door for you. So you just turned a no into a yes. It sounds like a no because they're, it sounds like maybe they're challenging you, but don't take it as a challenge. Take it as an opportunity. Oh, great. Well, let me take some of the mystery out of why I'm calling you today. Is this a good time or should I call you back? You know, polite, respectful. Um, no, it's okay. I just, I was in the middle of something, but I'm good now. Or maybe they say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I mean, I'm in the middle of a meeting or something, but now you've turned a no into a friendly conversation. Maybe you can make an appointment. So no, doesn't always mean no. And what's this about also doesn't mean no. It actually means yes. Here's another tip. You want to warm up a cold call? You got to warm yourself up. 
before I make my batch of cold calls, I call, this is, a, I'm, I'm giving a secret here. I'm, I'm totally like spilling the beans on one of my best kept secrets. I can't believe I'm doing this. I should be, I should be punished for this. Before I make my cold calls, I make one call to a complete stranger with no agenda. Let me explain. LinkedIn is a great resource for this. People send me invitations to connect all the time. And even if they haven't sent me invitations to connect, I am accepting invitations to connect or I'm sending invitations to connect. So you can use LinkedIn for this. Just pick somebody from your LinkedIn and call them. Hey, Ryan, uh, thanks for sending me that invitation on LinkedIn. I just accepted it and I thought, you know, might as well pick up the phone and call you. Let me tell you a little bit about what I do. Let me, you know, what do you do? And just, this is just a call. It's no, there's no agenda. I'm not trying to sell anything or whatever. Just get to know each other. I mean, you just connected with me. So why not? And you can take five minutes and warm up because you've just now called a stranger that you spoke with. So you get over some of the jitters. Another way to warm up in addition to that is to stand up when you're making cold calls. There's actually two reasons for that. And you've probably heard this from a lot of people. They say, oh, stand up to make your cold calls, but they never tell you why. There's actually scientific reasons behind this. The first of those is that the shape of your vocal process changes when you stand up. This has been shown through computer analysis. They've recorded someone sitting and standing, smiling and not smiling, and in the waveforms on a computer analysis, you can see that the shape of the wave is different. So it's a small difference, and you may not be able to perceive it, but subconsciously, we can tell. You may not be able to say, oh, hey, Ryan, you just stood up. Oh, you just sit down. No, now you're standing. No, it's not like that, but we can tell, and it sounds better, more appealing when you're standing. And the second reason is because, well, it gets your blood flowing, and it changes your mood. Whatever your mood was when you were sitting down is probably going to be slightly different because you stood up. And then you can sit back down again. So you don't have to stand up the entire time you're on the phone. Here's another tip. Avoid saying, I found you on the internet. Let me tell you, I've made that mistake a few times in my early career days, and I have gotten some very angry responses to that. I mean, really, like, once I called this lady and I said, um, yeah, hi, this is Shally. I'm, you know, I'm interested in talking to you about this opportunity. I found you on the internet. And she said, what? You found me on the internet? Take me off the internet right now. I don't want to be on the internet. And I just was like taken aback by that. What, how, am I, how am I supposed to take you off the internet? I didn't put you on the internet. You put yourself on the internet. So for some reason, the internet is, is seen as something bad, something negative. I blame the media. If you think about it, the media did it. Because, well, listen to this. Harry and Sally met online on a dating site, fell in love, and got married, and had a family. They met online. But Ryan had his identity stolen on the internet. Get it? Bad things happen to people on the internet. They get stalked. They get identities stolen. They get uh, scammed. But good things happen online. 
don't ask me why. It's just that's how it's been for years. And so we are used to thinking about the internet as a bad thing. Now, I'm not saying, hey, don't say I found you on the internet and instead say I found you online. That's not really that good either. But it's a lot better than saying I found you on the internet. Instead, say where you found them. I found you on LinkedIn is much better. I found you on GitHub. I found you on whatever. Hey, they didn't accidentally end up there. They know they're on there. But when you say I found you on the internet, it just triggers that like panic response. Last tip. How about this one? Try to relax. Try to relax when you're making these calls. I know it's kind of hard and it's like just easy to say, hey, go relax, but not actually, you know, do it. But you must have something that you do that helps you relax, whatever that is. So here's two things to help you prep. Number one, call a stranger from a LinkedIn invite, break the ice. And number two, find something relaxing to do for a few minutes before you make your cold calls. Whatever that is, have a cup of tea, take a quick stroll, something to kind of change. Again, it's changing your mood. It's, it's, it's setting the stage. And if you get used to doing that, it's kind of a little bit of a routine. You know, I'm going to go take my five minute walk before I start my cold calling or whatever. Uh, go, you know, go feed the geese or something, whatever it is that you find relaxing. I got a bunch more tips, but our time is running out here. So how about we do a part two to this one? You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com.